We are back. Oh, is that recording? It's recording now. <laughs> yeah, it's recording. <laughs> Welcome back to me and the gay homie. What's Thanks cracking? for coming to listen to us again. Yo, shit's about to get heated. It is about, it's about to, to get, get live heated. in this motherfucker. At least scorched. I don't know. <laughs> I'm Diotis. <laughs> Obviously, now it's scorched. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Joe. All right. What's cracking? How, um, how you doing, ladies? I'm out here. How you Freezing doing, Jimmy? What's happening? All right. No, I'm just kidding. Is that your molestation voice? When you want to touch on nipples? Do you molestation, bro? Is that what we're doing here? I don't know. What registry do you reach when you want to like Look, molest some I female's don't. ears or something? Do you, you know, talk different? Honestly, honestly I'm gonna be real with you. I have. The worst, like, sexy time voice. I, sexy time voice. Yeah, I, do not <laughs> ask me to say anything while we're fucking, please, because mm-hmm. I'm gonna hear myself. I'm like, oh, that sounds weird. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I remember this girl was like, she kept asking me, how do I taste? I'm like, shut up and let me eat your pussy. Like, this is so much. Like, uh-huh. I, I don't want, because I didn't want to tell her, like, sweat and saltines like nothing <laughs> like what are you like there's no flavor to this what are you talking about like shut up and enjoy this i wasn't a, i didn't know how to so, lie i didn't know how to lie and say yeah you i didn't know what flavor she wanted me to say like what sounds good right. like oh you taste like strawberries oh, you don't yeah. i couldn't think of yeah. it's hard for me to lie under pressure like that mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i just kept going quietly so what is it <laughs> about she kept the asking that you don't like Oh wait a minute! We also have Terrence here at the table too. Say hello. Um, yeah. Hi, people. Lovely people. All uh, right, from uh, Mo County, from One One Records, still here. All right. I uh, Happy yeah. To be here. I'm just not a fan of the talking. Like I, you know, I've talked before. I got a real intimate for you. <laughs> kissing is too intimate for me. Wow. <laughs> like if I'm kissing you, like I'm like I fuck with you. Yeah. Cause I yeah. I remember this girl telling me, she was asked, she's like, so you gonna be kissing? I'm like, nah, like, not when I'm fucking, like, we just get straight to it, right? Ooh. Kissing is more intimate than fucking. It is, so as many, like, one night stands you have, you're not kissing any of them hoes. <laughs> like, I know I don't. Like, you just, it, it, it I mean, is I a level of intimacy. I haven't been but, on one night stands and I'm like that in a long time, but. Yeah. Um, I just feel it is a level of intimacy, but it's also a level of, like, passion, too. So if you, like, in it and feel it, I mean, a lip may yeah. fall on a lip, you know? That's I mean, <laughs> most of the time that stuff will happen when, like, say you're on a date and you're just, out, say you go out dancing or some shit, right? And you're mm-hmm. just in the, you know, kind of fall into it and next thing you know, y'all start kissing like that. But if, like, I've been the guy who was like, yo, come through. And they come through, mm-hmm. might not kiss. Mm-hmm. And it's so, always weird when they leave and they're like, oh, yeah. trying to give you a kiss, like, <laughs> leaving them like... And now we gonna kiss. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm. Well. <laughs> I'm trying to give him a little, like on the like little side cheek thing. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like mouth, it sounds like what <laughs> you guys are saying that uh, what you guys are saying is you've that you've been sucking you've been sucking <laughs> condom dick, uh-huh, uh-huh. but not with the condom on. You know when you take it off, like ugh. Uh, uh, like, so specific <laughs> and true. <laughs> um, I was. <laughs> I'm just I'm thinking bad. about I'm like bad. I'm just really thinking about the times where girls have wanted me to talk. And I'm like, I wonder how I sound because I feel like I sound like a corn because I because I don't like doing it. There's 
there's no confidence in that voice. I understand that. I don't like doing it either, but once you're asked, you have to. So you just got to be like, yeah, you're going to choke on this dick. You're going to swallow that nut, Ugh, bitch. This yeah. is the worst. Like I hate shit. it. So yeah. I hate your stupid voice right you now. Hate my, you hate my stupid voice. It's uh, okay, not, it's so rapey. It is rapey, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take your shit. Okay, stop. <laughs> stop. That is a nightmare. And ugh. So I'm I'm very much into the talking thing, very much into the kissing thing, um, and I guess, but there are times that I don't, and the, and to differentiate that, there are times where I'm just servicing a need, and times when I want to really have an experience, and I think that's it for me. Like if if and we're having an yeah, yeah <laughs> there's um there's this guy um. Shot you you know who you are, but um, <laughs> what's his name? I'm just kidding. We don't do it. I'll say his name. Okay. Matthew, right? I'll say not. Nah, I'll say I'll say his name. Don't want some random ass name. Yeah. Right, fuck it, then say the name. Uh, I will, I'll say I will his never, initials. I'll I will, say his initials. Then you ain't saying a name. I will never I'll say, say his initials. Don't say the name. Don't his initials. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna put him out there like that. But anyway, um, I'm gonna put nervous. He was <laughs> he was the first person that I that I had sex with out here when I moved here, and uh, we you know still get together on occasion and do what we do, um, and that's been going on for like three and a half years. And every time we do, it's it's an experience. Right. So talking, kissing, all of that, like laying in bed and talking sharing, about our lives afterwards, like and shit. Well, I, I, I'm I'm not gonna do that. I'm not sharing the recipes. <laughs> that's too intimate. It's a profit off of them. That's that's too intimate. That's a But um, but yeah, like that's the experience. Versus, I hate to fucking use this term. Versus, if it's been a month and I have to call a slump buster. Ah, uh, yeah, no. that's what I'm talking about. Oh my god, slump buster, <laughs> slump buster. If slump I got, <laughs> if I gotta call a slump buster over to my house real quick, um, to do the do, which is which is what happened last weekend. Uh, there was no kissing. There wasn't. There really wasn't even any facial contact. I don't even think I turned the light on to let him find his clothes afterwards. I just, <laughs> I just kind of you know put it hey. in and did what I had to do and sent him on about his way. Hey. That do you think you that ever, was servicing? Do you think you've ever been somebody slump buster? Oh, for sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. You don't think you have? Yeah. Well, no, I don't think I've been a slump buster. I've been like, like I'm. I've been more like the the the, the fuck buddy type person. Like, not oh, you not give, a you give yourself a more respectable. No, nah, because it's different. Oh, no. Like, because <laughs> I know if like if I use a slump buster, she's not calling me. If she tries to hit me up to try to fuck. It ain't happening. Like, <clears throat> nah, I use you for a service. Like, shit was, uh-huh. that's what it was. Like, we can't, this ain't gonna be no constant. Like, the girls who have done that, who have hit me up, like, yo, I need that. I can hit them up anytime and get that. Mm-hmm. So, that's like a, a, a version of, like, a relationship you have. Not yeah, it was more of like, it was more like a fuck buddy type relationship. Right, like, we right, had right. an understanding, like, if I need that and you need that, then come through and get that out of you. So let's start talking about some of these subjects. Can we talk topics. about Euphoria? Because yes, Joe is caught up, y'all. He's watched right, every listen, episode, folks. folks like on, last on. last weekend, last weekend. Fucking finally, fucking finally. Because I've asked this nigga to get into Pose to no avail. I have asked this nigga to get get into some of the other shows that I want him to get into listen. to no fucking avail. And now he is in to euphoria. I'm look. So I, let's talk listen, about it. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not trying to immerse myself in 
so much gayness, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have the podcast. I have Euphoria. I mean, I work with like a million gay dudes. That's enough for me, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to have seasons. <laughs> Good gosh. I'll yeah. get the polls eventually, all right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. When the season for we got one more episode of Euphoria, then I'll go ahead and check out Pose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I really want to see Pose. Like it looks really interesting. Look, y'all, Euphoria, man, it takes you on an emotional roller coaster. It takes oh, you on yeah. a ride cinematically and the acting. The the acting is incredible. It's like Everyone they want just take it. They um, they casted this show really well. Like Zendaya, she's great. Is it Zendaya? Or Zendaya? Yes, Zendaya. I just Zendaya. wanted to say this and not to cut you off, but you are gonna cut me off. So go ahead. So first of all, when it comes time for primetime Emmy season next year, you better give Zendaya all the fucking things for this fucking show. Do you understand? She is giving you emotion. She is giving you train wreck. She is giving you addiction. She is giving you mental fucking illness. I mean, come on. The last episode, she almost got a bladder infection because she was so depressed she couldn't get up to pee. Listen, Give her all the things, all the motherfucking awards. I want to talk about this, too, because I brought up Euphoria, like, at work, around other people, and um, it's funny to hear this. Uh, I brought it up to my cousin, and uh, my cousin, he's, he's half black, but he mostly grew up around white folks. Like, he grew up okay. basically a white lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, when I, in Oxnard, I, I brought this up to him, I brought this up to people at work. And all the white people were like, it's so realistic. It's so real life. And I was like, hmm, this is funny because I don't know that life. Right. Like, I'm, I, I, I can tell that this is probably real life for someone. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I applaud the show because I don't know if this is, I don't, I've never seen that shit before. I ain't grew up around nobody like this. I didn't grow up around. Yeah, it's you educational. Know, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it, for me, it's not, even, it, it's not even just educational for me. Because, like I said, I don't know if this is even, like, I don't know if that's real life. I just know this is a great show. Because black folks ain't going through this, but I appreciate it regardless. You know why black folks aren't going through this? Sorry. And I think about that with, like, our shows and how they sit there not not being they talk like they can't relate like good show is good show like why do you why does it have to be your life for you to understand it exactly same thing with pose right i was um i was going to bring up uh, a point now that you've mentioned that um i was watching a documentary on uh the best man uh when uh the best man did their unsung episode for tv one did you know lorenz tate was supposed to play tay diggs role and it would have been so much better fucking hate tay diggs um Yes, it would have been incredible. Lorenz Tate is one of the most uh, underrated actors of all time. He's I'm going to let you have that brownie. I'm not going to share it with you, but I'm going to let you have it. How can you fight this? <laughs> Please, tell I me. I don't want to eat that. No, no, no. Tell me something that. that he's done that wasn't incredible. No, Lorenz Tate is absolutely. And tell me something Tate Diggs has done that's been incredible. And I'm, If okay. you say... Stella's got a groove back. I'll come across this goddamn table I was, on your I was actually going to say that I think he did a really fine job in The Best Man. And I'm, this is, this is he, why. I'm okay, he did, he, did, he did a good job. But I so, still believe Lorenz Tate would have been better. He's just a better actor. He's just, he, every role, he's, it's been, it, he's 
become that character, man. And I, you can see him as that person. You know what? I will say this. I will give you that Lorenz Tate definitely has more range. Lorenz Tate has played the artist like he, uh, the, the artist and the writer like he did in, um, in uh, Love Jones. Love Jones. He's, yeah. um, you know what I mean? He's played the hood nigga like he did in, that was a Minister Society? Yeah. Um, he's, Inkwell. That's right. Think yeah. about that. He did yeah. that so shit he has range. the same year. I give you that. He has range, so he could do it all. And Tate um, Diggs ruined Brown Sugar. To my point, guys. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, so I learned when watching that documentary that there was actually a screening of the best man in front of an all-white audience. And um, the general consensus after that was basically that the white audience didn't get it. They did not get this rom-com that's literally impossible to not get. Do you know why they did not get this this particular rom-com? Because it featured these African-American characters from the the middle to upper echelons of uh, of society, yeah, yeah, of of society, or at least black society, and so they couldn't identify with the fact that there was no shooting, there was no mama on drugs, mm-hmm. there was no they they just they didn't think it was real. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was it was the same, and, and and furthermore to that point, um, if you notice all of the black films that we have like that that feature sort of these middle class or upper-class black characters never really get that critical they praise. They never cross over. Yeah, they never cross over. But, um, but you know, The Boys in the Hood, shout out to um, John Singleton, May He Rest in Peace, which, of course, is an incredible piece and a classic. But the movies like that, those are always the ones that go to the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Even, even fucking Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Even Moonlight in itself. It's not necessarily about... It's, it's not this movie about these openly black gay men living their fucking it's lives. Movie. It's It's... Pretty hood ass movie. You get what I'm saying? It's a hood ass. It's it's still a it's struggle drug movie. Dealing, White fighting, people love struggle movies. Yeah, they love that about us. And I guarantee you, if there's another film that comes out where again there's a mama on drugs or a dad that's beating the shit out of the kids and raping them or whatever, I guarantee you that's gonna be the thing that gets the critical praise because there's a shit. subconscious part of white people that think that that's our reality anyway for all ever, of us. Have y'all ever read Another Country by uh, James Baldwin? I have not. Okay, so this book, um, I just recently read it, so I ain't gonna act like it's just something we all read. I just recently read it, but it was incredible. It, um, 1962 novel where he's talking about um, homosexuality, bisexuality, er- extramarital affairs, and mm-hmm. interracial relationships. Incredible book, ahead of his time. And it got great reviews from the black community, but it got horrible reviews from the white critics and it was the fact that he's writing something like this that he's writing about some subjects that they don't feel like he should be acknowledging i guess like this is outside of your realm because in the story there's only two black characters like the rest are white um just open sexuality, like like it's really like when we talk about sexuality as a spectrum, they like fuck it, mm-hmm. like they're just doing what they want to do, mm-hmm. and he's speaking on this, so they it it didn't get the reviews that, and I'm surprised that it got reviews from black critics because of the time, but that's what I read that it did, but the white folks weren't feeling it because he's not talking about something they feel like he should have been talking about. Do y'all think that it was purposeful for Euphoria to use like biracial kids then to try to reach a, a broader audience? Because for that 
for their experience to not be the typical like black experience, they end up using. Who's the biracial kid? They only use one. Who's the other biracial kid? Well, her and her sister, and then the mother is black, but it looked like they may have had a white father or something like that. I mean, but I'm saying like, Uh, I mean that's only one. Yeah, I know they're biracial, but it's not. I mean, the only black people are them and McKay. So I'm trying to. I'm, I'm just saying, like. Well, I thought the biracial. They have two biracial kids, mm-hmm. and then they have the mom. But this is MK. typically, yeah, MK, and this is typically not a story that is present in the black community. So I'm asking, like. Oh, did they have to be biracial for it to make sense? Yeah, like you know, for it to appeal to another mass, you know, because you're saying that you never had. It's not a story that you're familiar with, but you send people up there that look like you. You know what I mean? So was that purposeful? Or, you know, did that matter at all as far as, like, storytelling, you know? You know what? It, because if those were two white people, would you have a, a more disconnect to it? Like, you wouldn't... I don't have a connection anyway. I'm being honest with you. It, they could have been... They didn't have to... I think the thing that connects me is it made me want to watch more because I see Zendaya. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. always supportive of our folks. Uh-huh. But as far as the show, that could have been a white girl. Uh-huh. It wasn't going to change because her lifestyle, there is nothing about her lifestyle that is black in that whole show. There is nothing that depicts black culture, nothing in that whole show. Like, have we have a, a I, race, race hasn't I, even been a subject. Tr- and I think that's true because I know that's nowhere near my high school experience. And even the black guys that's there, it's not even, you know, he's dating a white girl like the other. That, it's like, just like race that. hasn't been brought up at all. And it's and funny. And I'm like, is that purposeful though? Like, I think that probably is purposeful. Yeah. Is it realistic? Hell fucking. I don't give a fuck if that's a world that I don't know. Race never coming up is mm-hmm. not realistic. I don't give a fuck. And I was and waiting. And race never came up between them. And I have been waiting for it to come up with the uh, black and white couple or just in general. And it hasn't. And I do think that that is purposeful so they can bring attention to what they want to bring have the attention on. You know? I, and the reason why I say that is because like when tensions rise, anger, you know, rises out of folks, man, something about race fucking pops up. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. just like, especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like it's easy to say, man, you're black ass or something, you know? Yeah. Or Mexican this or like it's now I do want to say, all right, so you brought up that white audience like not getting the best man. The best yeah, man. Really because of the characters. Yeah, the, and, the director and, said the white audience is just they were like, We don't get it. Because they couldn't see us in that like this that, educated, well to do yeah, group of friends on who, that level. Yeah. Okay, now here we are enjoying a show where we're seeing like, like the Mac Miller looking character. What's his name? Oh yeah, uh, Fez. Fez. <laughs> Y'all seen him before? I don't think I have. Those are the white. Like, if you was gonna find any white folks in Inglewood, Chicago, they was gonna be like him. Okay, I don't like. I'm sure there are some, but that's just not. We don't like growing up in L.A. White people are not in L.A. Like we. This whole seeing white people walking around now. This is new to y'all. This is very new. And, and that's, and that's, that's crazy because Chicago a lot of too. people, I believe that for sure. Yeah. But a lot of people wouldn't believe that in LA. They thought this was huge melting pot, but not in yeah, our neighborhood. I definitely did. It was black or Mexican. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. If you saw white folks, that's when you got bust. Yeah. That's when you got bust like to the real west side, like way over there, mm-hmm. like or to the valley or something. That's when you saw like 
Middle Easterns, Armenians, like it was black or Mexican. So you did, I, I like that character being a drug dealer and his little brother being like that and all that. Like that's <laughs> that, that's not reality to me. That when I say that, I'm saying I haven't seen it before. But I did not look at it and say this shit is. I can't relate. I, this yeah, is fake. Like I art. said, okay, cool, cool. This it's, is it's, this is a show and art is I can, art. And yes, like for I, real. And he's playing the character well. Mm-hmm. I also want to, I mean, um, Zendaya, yes, kudos and all that, but that whole cast, like, oh, it's not just her. Like, no, they, the whole, that's what I'm saying. It was cast very well. And they can sit there and give awards to it. Um, my favorite character is probably um, Barbie. The, um, her real name is Barbie, the one that's the thick, the thick, juicy ass. Yeah. Cat, cat, cat. First of all, yeah. I fell in love with her on the first fucking episode. And I actually like Casey's character too. The. Cassie. Cassie, Casey, yeah, yeah. Cassie, With the like, the the, the 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 large the titty. Yeah, she got some big old large titty. Like, Ooh, wait, hello. I don't know, they're giving her like the loose character and all that. Like, she's showing hella layers. Like, I they, know, man. Hey, all right. Everybody. So that character. I mean, I, I see, like, I see that. I see, like, I've seen women. Like, I've seen all those characters actually. The the not completely, but the type of things that the women are going through. Like, she's trying to please. Yeah, and, you know, and, and, and she it, just wants to be loved, mm-hmm. and she's thinking that the things she does will gain some love. And it always relates it to father issues. That is a very Absolutely. common norm over and over again, and for men too, though. And she's so like thirsty for it that she doesn't know how to deal with the little hurt she's going through with this dude who actually fucking loves her. Yeah, the kid loves Absolutely. her. Absolutely. So. Anytime, like, it seems like it's going away, she's trying to, she's just trying to, it's like she's drugging herself. Yeah. Like, by going to hang out with that boy. Right. Or going to hang out with her, like, doing the extra doubt shit. That's like a drug for her to make her stop thinking about her love mm-hmm. that so, she may be losing. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, so, a couple of things I wanted to point out about Euphoria in general. Uh, for those who are all caught up, um, I just wanted to say that in McKay's episode, um, at the end of the show, McKay's father had a, a chance um, to really speak life into his son and uh, let him know that he could still be great and he could still he could still uh, persevere and, and be an amazing human being without football. Um, I was pissed about that one. And it, it, it really shined light. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit up here and blame black men for this in particular, but it just shined a light on how sometimes black men, because they might not have had it, may sometimes fall short on emotionally supporting their sons. And what he needed in that moment was emotional support, and he didn't get it. So that's thing number one. Thing number two, um, I feel like Kat is having a hot girl summer. The reason why she gotta have a hot girl summer is because. Uh-huh. There's an there there's an issue that we have with girls like her. I'm just gonna say it with fat women, mm-hmm. um, or fat people in general, not being humanized. Um, and so what Kat has essentially had to do is she's had to play up her sexuality uh, just to be seen. Do you get what I'm saying? And and in in a way that the other girls don't necessarily have to. The other girls can. I'm, and I'm not saying that the other girls are not sexual, but the other girls can simply exist and be seen as sexual beings, but also somehow be seen as human. And I really, really, really enjoyed uh, Kat's read of Maddie um, because she deserved it. 
Maddie absolutely deserved it. And girls like Kat, girls like that, oftentimes have to end up asserting themselves because if they don't, they get walked all over and invisible. And it, it makes it, you know, everybody, I've heard this joke before, like we all know a fat bitch with a bad attitude or whatever, right? And why, why she got that attitude? Why she got that attitude? Mm -hmm. Look at Kat's story and you'll see exactly why. So yes. what do we do about yes. that? Yes, I love that they so what do we do about that? why she got this attitude so, or what. But um, how does it? No, I'm just saying. Like, what do we do about that? I don't know. Or does it just have to happen? It, I feel like it. I feel like it's their own journey that they're gonna constantly, repeatedly keep having because, because that's what we live in. Because everybody wanna hide from from that that they that they love fat bitches that they wanna fuck fat bitches that they lust after them the same way. And they don't humanize but, these people. Yeah, like. They don't these women people can i'm sorry people cannot see some of these women outside the scope of either wanting to fuck them or wanting to criticize them for their weight it's, and it's, it's funny usually one of it's the funny other. the whole wanting to fuck them is it's a different kind of wanting to fuck though it's like different how it is more so like it's a weird like uh damn one of the girls came on here talking about it it's a fetish it's a fetish it's it's a fetish but also they feel like you're supposed to let me fuck. You're fat. So I'm so glad you brought that up because even they feel as like it's like yo, if I come and say something to you, I'm supposed to get that pussy. Let me take off my fucking keys for this one. Even as a, a, a man over three hundred pounds, I don't know what pounds, that just did for you. Huh? I don't know what that just did. I'm just. About to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get into it. I'm about to say that like he took off his coat because it's getting hot. Listen, he take off these goddamn so keys. So even as a man over three hundred pounds, I have had to deal. Um, in ways that some of my other gay friends have not had to. I've had to deal with men coming into my life who maybe want things that are sexual, but aside from that, they want food. They want a place to stay. They want things that they would not ask you for, Diotis, mm -hmm. because they feel like since I'm just this fat black creature, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I got to provide a place to stay. Like, I should be lucky that these people are coming up that, that that these people are coming up to me anyway, and that's hey, I hate that you said a fat that. black creature. <laughs> like, I that. try my best not to laugh that you. And no, I, it's, I'm it's just okay saying, I don't I, look at you as a fat black creature. I, 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 I get but that, the, you that, that you saying that shit. I, I was I trying my best, but I had to. But I, but I have to say this as brutally honest as possible. And so when you said like, well, she's supposed to let me fuck, like y'all y'all think so low of these people because of their weight that they should just be happy to accept anything. They should be happy to accept anything. And I'm so, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. no, no. You're, you're right. And that is a very, for real, that's a very uh, real reality of people, um, relationships of what they think, you know, fat people are supposed to be. And what Euphoria identified that I love is, uh, I think she quoted, like, ain't nothing better than a bad bitch who don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Because... What all those experiences do is completely keep breaking down that 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 fat woman until she is that person that is just used. Well, fuck and it. Fuck it. Because this is what they're I'm telling me that I'm supposed to be used. And and if a fat bitch can be confident and counter that, it's like more dangerous than a skinny Look, hoe who don't know. Listen, like, <laughs> listen, the best thing you can do, like I've been overweight. I know, you know, women who've been overweight, like who are overweight, like. Thing you gotta do is have some confidence, mm -hmm. or else it's an L. Yeah. Like for real, like Absolutely. everybody should have confidence. But you if you are overweight, yeah. listen. Yes, it is a must mm -hmm. that you walk through this motherfucker with confidence, with charm, with like all that shit. It's just 
Yeah. Life will be a lot more difficult if you sitting there mm-hmm. just like I'm fat and nobody loves me. I come from a. Uh, you That's why I, like, I couldn't. I, I couldn't do it. That's why I just lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> like growing up, like I was fat. My family was fat. We all knew that. And my mom implemented these type of. And my, my, Joe knows about them. We called them fat people rules because my mom literally called that, and she was like, "Us being overweight, we cannot live the way that everyone else is because you have stigmas and." You know, things that people think about you, so you have to counter them. And those things were related to our confidence. So things of being like, you can't slouch. You have to stand erect at all times. You have to walk with confidence. You can't slump your feet. You can't, things like that. And don't and, sit in a restaurant and eat dessert by yourself. Or don't be sleeping in <laughs> booths. I'm sorry. Stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I used to think about that shit. I was like, man. I'm not about and, to order dessert and eat it by myself. I got to take this shit home. And I even, want anybody looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Even outside of the scope of just fat people, this also brings up a great conversation about what it means to have social capital. Um, and when I say social capital, I ultimately mean things that are going to help you survive. Like literally money, but social money. Things that are going to help you survive in a social sense. So um, typically people that are overweight... Uh, or severely overweight, don't have as much social capital. So that means that let's say uh, a fat person is going into a neighborhood using themselves as money to try and buy a house, right? They're probably going to end up with the the house that has a leaky roof. They might end up with, and, and this isn't always true. There are exceptions to the rule, right? But more often than not, they might end up with the house that has a bad foundation, uh, the fixer upper, while the girl that's beautiful, height, weight, proportionate, which again, may not even be her fault. Like some people are just are predispositioned to certain things and some people are not. But that other girl who is, you know, a classically pretty girl who has more social capital might be able to get the nice house with the pool and the backyard and the grotto and the man that comes with it. Because again, social capital. And so what we're seeing with a character like Kat is that in a sense, um, she has to use, <laughs> she, she in a sense has to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Right. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> She has to make a dollar out of 15 cents. And so what we're seeing with Kat is her creating her own social capital. Now, for better or for worse, because at the end... She's not in a good place. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and again, not to reference Shireen, but, you know, we have these conversations all the time. And um, we, we say that all the time. Like, this is not... She is having a hot girl summer. She's fucking who she wants to fuck. And, and she's kind making of. money. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, no, 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 no. Her, no. I, do not, I do not feel like her decisions are really her decisions right now. I feel like she's doing stuff because she thinks this might be cool. Which is also, mm-hmm. you know, piggybacking into her being overweight. Like, what she thinks her validation has to come from. Yep. Again, yep. making that dollar out of 15 cents. Yeah, like, so I don't... So the confidence is fake confidence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, there is some confidence there. But it's not completely... She don't know who she is yet. yet. Yeah, she's not there yet. But she's also... Once again, she's fucking what sixteen yeah, or seventeen she, you know, years old. Like she's she's too. figuring some shit out. But it, it, I and see, it, it, it yeah, also is a scary situation too. This is not this is not a it's not good. Oh, and she doesn't believe she can be loved because there's a young man was, who really likes her. Oh my and god! And she's just. I was about to get into that. She's scared mm-hmm. that he's not really liking her, mm-hmm. 
Because she's been... She's looking for every excuse. Yeah, because she's been trained to, to think that she's not. Because and, that goddamn fifth grader and, and, and that's that what she I was, just fucked. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's what I was about to get into because, like, I know I think about my mom when I think about when I see her in the sense of how my mom never had, like, the best uh, self-esteem. And she tried to instill what she didn't have into me, but you can't help what you're pulling out of your childhood. And so, in return, all because she grew up overweight and all, all of these other type of variables too, but like the way that that shit trickles down past the surface, past what you think your own worth is, now you're transferring your offspring or what they think the worth is in them because the examples that they have is what isn't the best for your own or what your own self esteem should be. You know, like that shit continues. And that's why I really encourage y'all to just, y'all gotta love on these kids because. I promise you, if you don't love on your kids while they're young, they are going to be, they're either going to be a problem to themselves like Kat or a problem to other people like Nate. Mm. Yeah. That true. motherfucking Nate, he got to die. He got to die. I will say, who, who, whoever does watch the show, I do feel like there's a major hole in the plot that I'm just not buying. What? And I don't understand. I don't think the stakes are high enough for Jules to feel obligated to be used the way that she's being used. I don't see. I I, I, I don't feel that the guy that was beaten up. Okay, remember this. Remember this though. Huh? I I do too. Because remember this, she is trans. Mm -hmm. She is what 16, 17 years old. Yes. Mm -hmm. You are talking about her livelihood. She's already like, yeah, like she's already like an outsider. You know, mm -hmm. she's trans. And now you're going to put that on her? Like you're gonna, she's going to be on the list? But I don't, like, I don't believe that she would be. Yes, she, she would be. Because she gave it to another child you're who is naked. also have to give up himself if he's going to give that up. Because Grindr is trackable for sure. And she already has something big in her pocket against him. And okay. I feel now, like now for look, him now to listen, use. Listen. I didn't look up the. I didn't. I didn't look up the law. I didn't look up the law. I didn't look up the law. But uh, him saying what the law is uh -huh. sold it for me. And it sold it for her. And I mean, if that is the law, then you don't think that's big enough. I don't think. If it I, is the law. If it is the law, wouldn't come. Not common sense, but wouldn't it also be like? But I gave them to you, so it does. But I'm saying, if that is the law, then no matter what, uh -huh. is it? Well, yeah. But okay, so okay, to piggyback off of that part, then because the other half of it is that the guy that she that he um, beat up pretty much. Do you think? That that's believable that he would let this the guy that getting beat up let this go this far Dude, overnight. I, all right, that I have a problem with more than I have with the jewels thing. That part I'm like, okay, bro. Like for one, why didn't you call? Especially, look, if I'm gonna go to jail anyway, anyway, I just don't. Then see I'm telling. Oh, tell. I'm telling everything. Right, I just didn't. fuck it. Like you didn't beat my ass. Yeah, I, I don't buy I, that part. But I mean. Especially, I guess what I have to buy too is that these people are in high school. So if you've been threatened that but way, but this dude ain't in high school. The dude that got beat up. Oh, not the dude that got beat up, but talking about Jules and um, what's his name, Nate character. Yeah. I mean, I would expect you to be easier, easy. It's easier to be manipulated, you know. I guess in a sense too. I want to amend something that I just said. You know, there's no proof that Nate wasn't fucking loved on. There's no proof that Nate wasn't loved on. 
what I do see well, he did is Nate he not being held accountable. He didn't have a good relationship with his mother. Uh-huh. He didn't have a good relationship with his mother. Because he thought she was weak. There, 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 there was nothing that I watched in that show that showed her necessarily mistreating him. He but just if she thought if he thought she was weak, then that's a disconnect in that relationship. Is what? that her fault? Absolutely. And what's that term, affluenza? Like he just thinks he's just I, not. I'm I'm stuck for any type of. Uh, Look, I'm just saying. Why it, Why is that? Because she, he's a child. That's a child. And if you haven't built a relationship, like, and these are these are you're putting this into you're you're building this child. Right. You're putting morals and values and standards into him. And he thinks you're weak, then you fucked up in some kind of way. So there's no way you got there's no way you got the right you did you did the good teaching that we're talking about and you raised him the right way. No, you fucked up. So where so so where do we hold the father accountable in all He's this? He's accountable as well, but you just said he wasn't loved on enough. Something's going on. No, there but is, I took that back. I said there's no evidence that he wasn't loved on enough. And that's what I'm I said. Saying, I said to I needed me, to amend to me, something I said. To me, there is evidence that he wasn't loved on enough. If you have a problem with your mother, you think she's weak. You have a distrust for your father. But that doesn't necessarily translate to, Absolutely. to the parents not loving on Absolutely. Because love is more than just saying, I love you and I hug you. It I is raising it. you. It's training you. It's I'll, building you. Absolutely. It's, you... it's discipline. It's, it's, it's yeah. boundaries. I so understand. So if you see all that in your relationship hasn't grown over these all these years and you still... What? Don't even consider your mom like a real figure in your life. And it's something. Something's going on. I, I think it's outer, It's bigger than about the love. I think a bigger half of it is the trust that conflicts with the love. It's like I don't. I've watched. You know, I found all this pornography about my father that I know that he's having a whole separate life. I don't even know this man really. So you weren't loved so, on enough because. There is no trust there. It's the trust that flicks the love a lot. Like that ain't because you missing out on love if you had to if you had to be dishonest to your family. You have to be That's dishonest. a lack of love right yeah. there. Mm -hmm. You dishonest to to the I'm wife. Sure I understand. Oh shit! What am I doing? Mm -hmm. And I can't trust you for anything. Like what what what, what note what notes should I be taking from you? I don't know you. I don't trust you. You're lying. Can we move on, y'all? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what do you what? Okay, in your opinion. If you are trans, man to woman, and now you are sexually involved with a female, are you straight, lesbian, or if you used to put, a, 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 I guess, a term on it? You are trans lesbian. <laughs> trans lesbian. I win. That's the correct term <laughs> Jesus um, trans lesbian <laughs> you know pansexuality is unless you pull that thing out and you fuck her then I'm like I don't know what this is this is this is uh, let's see <sighs> this, let's see this, this is, is so not the direction I wanted this to go in spectrum sex spectrum sex <laughs> um <laughs> pansexuality is you know the official term that's been used uh, to describe that people up. that are attracted to more than one gender or generally people that are attracted to uh to trans women right um well, i speaking more from the trans yeah 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 from, from the trans person's perspective if we are to consider trans women women right that's where it starts 
Mm-hmm. Trans women. If we are to consider trans women women, okay, then in that sense, I guess she She's would a be lesbian. a lesbian. Right. Unless she, what if she pulls out her penis and fucks her? I really don't want to get into the inner workings of, of you know. That's a difference. What happens between trans women and other women or. Because it's. No, a penis it, is it, on a man. No, it, it, it is my business because I. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a question. Like, man. If, you know, yes. If you, does that. I mean, is it a question that needs to answer? No. Does it really need an answer? Why not? Are, no, fuck all. I mean, no, are no, no, our no, lives no, no. better? No, no, no. We not are our do, lives no, better or no, worse by no, that question no. being answered? No, we're not going to do all that shit. No. If we are trying to get an understanding of some shit, we not, like, we want to, we going to ask this question. This is what this podcast is about because I Absolutely, know I understand. if people are sitting there wondering in their head, like you obviously are, <laughs> and now I am. <laughs> I mean, actually, I was wondering before I just let it go. No, let's talk about it. Now, are we going to get a real answer? Hell no. But I, We're not going to get a real because answer I because feel everybody's like got their own answer. A trans person is going to tell you what it is, and I'm going to tell you what I think it is. And I'm probably wrong because it ain't my life. Okay. All right. Well, at least you cleared that up because that's where I was going to go with that. But if I, I say, if you tell me that you eventually like, mm, I'm gonna I got hard and I put it in. Oh, my God. What? Why are you? Why, why does that make you uncomfortable yeah. though? Because I want to know more. Because you don't. Because that's not a real thing or something. Like, do you find no, it offensive no, to no, ask no. the question? Um, I just, <laughs> I'm protective of the sense. I'm protective of trans women and trans men in the sense of people who are not trans, like us, having conversations about trans people's genitalia when trans people are not in the room to speak up for themselves. So what we're basically doing is like whatever the trans version of white splaining would be. We're transplaining. We're 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 trying to 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 figure out an experience that isn't our own without someone actually here of that experience to guide us through what that might be like. And I guess that's the part that makes me uncomfortable. I don't ever want to feel like I'm figuring out someone else's experience for them. I do, I do understand that. However, I don't know a lot of shit. So what are we gonna talk about? Exactly. <laughs> like, that is, so, like that that is the point. Like I'm like I'm gonna bring this shit up. Like I don't get a bunch and, of and shit. And you're right, and there isn't a right or wrong. And so a trans person not being here to kind of gear us towards the whatever their version of it's just us discussing and uh, you know, we got messages yeah. on Instagram yeah. saying like we they love how we understand we just don't have the answers, but we're just going to have a conversation about it. And look, as long as we ain't over here saying this shit's wrong, yeah. going, uh, like, what the fuck? I get it. I don't see there. I, I, I don't, I don't think it's disrespectful. It's just, I have questions and I'm trying to figure it out here. We don't I, have anybody give us no real answers. And their answers may be completely different from somebody else who is trans. Somebody who's trans may be like, no, I feel like that's wrong. Cause you, as a gay man, Diotas, had very huge differences between other gay men. And you, even the other letters in the LGBTQ community, <laughs> you weren't always on the same page. Sure. So I'm, we're never going to get a real, legit, like, it's never going to be the same. So us I'm doing what we're doing right here is still going to be what we do, when, even when they and say. And I, I get that. I get that. I guess, because you would ask me why it was uncomfortable. And I guess um, I can work through the discomfort. Like, 
You know what I mean? Part of being here with y'all doing this podcast is to work through the discomfort. Yeah. Um, Shit, that's that's just a cut. That's uh, that's a question that's never been posed to me before. I mean, I have I have literally watched porn with trans women having sex with cisgendered women. I've I've watched a little bit of everything, but to I, I've never tried to sit there and figure out what it was that they were like or what it was <laughs> they were doing. Like like. Leave it to me. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, in the in the in the same way in in the same way that I was like, 14 and and watching gay porn, I wasn't necessarily trying to have the the uncomfortable conversations about sexuality and what that meant for the men in this flick or even for me. But um, oh, but yeah, that's you know what that's, this that's is what one I'm thing saying. that we I definitely got to talk about. When it comes to euphoria, because this stuff that we should have, I wish we discussed earlier because we talked about this. Jules, her character, mm -hmm. and the kind of sex she's having out there. Mm -hmm. Like, there is, she's just. You ready? She's out mm -hmm. there just. I mean, you talk, you touched on it lightly. You did. I believe. Yeah. Mo, you did. But she's really having just, you know, she's meet, she's doing meetups at motels. She's fucking 16 years mm -hmm. old, mm -hmm. meeting mm -hmm. up with grown ass men with these fetishes, mm -hmm. married men. And this is what she's been doing mm -hmm. for a while now. And, uh, no, that spoke a part, that spoke a lot about, because first of all, they're, they're showing what's happening. So, is she, so okay, the, this is my question. Music. I brought this up for a reason. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. So, this seems like, from what you said, from what we talked about earlier, are there trans? So the trans, so there's a lot of trans folks who are really out there, just trying to. They're okay with out the love, without the dating. They're just trying to get something out of this lifestyle. <laughs> Listen, it ain't about being okay or not being okay with it. This is what I tell every straight person that poses this question about trans kids or even uh, queer kids in general who get sexually involved too easily. We do not have the same childhood you do. We do not we do we we do not get to date the way that y'all do. That's my point. We do not, you know what I mean? That's we, my yeah, point. we don't experience not, dances. She doesn't get to That's my point. So that's when, what she's chasing. Absolutely. She's doing she's doing what I had to do, what a lot of my gay friends had to do at 15, 16, meeting up with grown ass men in apps because that was the only that was the only getting older sexual experience that we could have. You know what I mean? I my my first time, my very first time was with somebody that was 26. I was how, I think how, 14 at God the time. Damn. You get what I'm saying? That, I, I it wasn't like I could go up to a boy at my high school and say let's get busy. You so get what I'm saying? How did that happen? Like, what was it? I mean, ain't, ain't no to, app to put it into 14. perspective on what Jules is doing, um, keep in mind they don't let you on these dating apps unless you're under um, 18 and in some cases under 21. So, what happens is a lot of these girls or guys like me will lie about their age on the apps. And um, some of us, I did, I would always tell the truth about my age. And leave it up to him to either report my profile or to say, cool, long as you don't tell anybody. I had a lot of cool, as long as you don't tell anybody, ass dudes. You get what I'm saying? Back, we're talking 2006, 2007. That's what Jules is dealing with right now. This grown ass man who is pretty sure that she's a teenager. Um, you get what I'm saying? And, under, and also understand that he had several videos with other 
queer kids who were also probably very underage. You understand? So the reason why this ha- this not it doesn't have to happen, but the reason why this happens is because queer kids do not get the childhood that straight kids get. We would love to be able to to go to the dance and be able to to ask a guy to dance, to ask a guy to prom, all of the like we don't we don't get that. So we got to do it through the apps. And even before the apps, that's what they were doing. And this is what this is what begins and starts this whole train of like erect life because their relationship with intimacy, their relationship with sex, it's all it's all misconstrued. And so by the time they at an age where they're supposed to be having a norm, like a, a, like a normal uh, a normal sex age, yeah. they've already been sexually abused. They're having people I mean, in their lives that's pretty much like these, like the trans community right now. They're being murdered by people who they are having sex with. People that's you know, supposed same to be scenarios as Jules. it's the exact Old same man. scenarios, and these people are pretty much taking out their deviances on to, on 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 the trans community or whatever. Yeah. I mean, basically, they're doing basically they're doing what everybody okay what everybody's fear is when dealing with you know how people were like I'm not going on no apps. Mm-hmm. Be some crazy people on those apps. You're going to get killed. Mm-hmm. Like the trans folks know that this is a high possibility, but are willing to take the chance. Because they didn't got no other options. No, literally what Diota said. That's it. That is it. There is, there is no go to the mall and ask the cute boy out on a date for trans people. There is no go to the mall and ask the cute, cute boy out on a date for gay men. Hell, there's barely What about go- the communities that y'all, that y'all like have? Like, you don't think it's, I'm just asking, like, you know, there are neighborhoods, are I mean, we're talking areas. about teenagers here. We're talking about teenagers. These are people who still live under their parents' roofs. Uh, and in many cases, people that are not necessarily out, you right. know. Right. Jules, is a, Jules is a different case. There are plenty of trans women who lived as a boy um, during the day and at night would put on some good concealer, some good foundation, some good eye glitter and, and whatever the fuck else and would step out as a woman. So, please, you know, that's... Yeah. that's and, and at the end of the day, the human experience, we all want companionship, we all want love, we all want sex. Like, the answer isn't for them to act, to sit at home, too. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to want these things for yourself, and they deserve to have these things. Unfortunately, we live in a society that makes it very dangerous for them. And, yeah, and mentally fucked for them. Y'all have anything else? I'm sweaty, I'm tired, I'm hot. Fuck, I gotta take a shot. All of that. All right, okay. Well, then, I want to thank you all for joining me and to get home oh, again. Man, that was fun. Yes. It was so incredible being here, as always, uh, to just bounce ideas beliefs um and and catechisms or whatever off of you guys right we don't always have the answers but we're going to at least talk about it that was terrence Mo- Mo- we County. always have an answer yes <laughs> yes an answer thank you terrence aka mo county this is diotis that's joe. joe and we out <laughs>